What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast. It is the fourth episode. Thank you for tuning in if you've tuned in for four fucking episodes. And thank you to new listeners as well. Welcome no. to the show. Oh. We only want day one people. Oh. Only down since day one motherfuckers. We don't deal with new, no new friends. We're then, like Drake. Uh, get out, please. Just no, thanks for everybody who's listening. We really appreciate it. Um, I am Josh. I'm Ian. We have to make sure we introduce ourselves every time. <laughs> we haven't been good at that in the past. And uh, we are the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast. Um, today we have a special guest. This is a special Thanksgiving edition. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Because we really... Not because this is the easiest time for us to get together, this guy. But it's because we really wanted to do a Thanksgiving podcast. We really love... Ian really likes the Pilgrims. Yeah, the Buckles. I'm a big Buckles fan. He likes Buckles <laughs> in a big way. He's just like, I don't give a fuck what they are about. I just <laughs> like to wear Buckles. I know that you can't tighten a stovetop hat. I don't give a shit. I want Buckles. Anyway, our guest for today is a music video film director, um, uh, Bronco driver at one time, um, juggler, uh, part-time ma- uh, magic enthusiast, um, what other credits can we come up with? Olympian swimmer? Olympic swimmer, mm-hmm. absolutely. Or and swimmer. diver. Yeah, Any water sport, right. basically, that is, that's, there's an Olympic level at. <clears throat> Literally, all joking aside, the greatest GoldenEye player of all time. Without a doubt. I can appreciate that. That's Mr. Impressive. Travis Long. Travis, welcome to the podcast. Horrible introduction. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah, well, and the worst part is probably the best one we've had. Yeah. It was. True. I was really yeah. like. I thought I was really rolling. You were too. on point. Yeah. yeah that's all right. Good. We'll write, start writing stuff maybe in the future. Eh. That's professional. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Copy. <laughs> let's anyway, write some stuff down right now. Let's write some stuff right now. Go get some paper. We're yeah. gonna work on the next episode immediately. All right. Yeah. Pause. Pause. We're gonna write the script. <laughs> really quickly to this episode. Hey, Come back. Click. I don't know how to And we're back. Okay, we got the script now. Boom. Oh, man. Let me see. We're all on page one, correct? And yeah, here we yeah, go from the beginning of the script. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. All right. Let's just go. I, I cannot read. Good. I Fuck it. Print it. No, Travis here is uh, Travis is a person, a friend of mine from a long time ago, but Travis is uh, someone who's directed a lot of music videos. He's directed, uh, he's on his second film now. And. Uh, he was awesome enough to stop by today and talk to us about that kind of shit. So we're not going to do our music review today. We're going to give you two weeks like we usually do so you, you can listen to that Basement Tapes album. Um, but uh, today it's all about film. 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 So I know just from experience, just from growing up a little bit with Travis, that Travis, was, Travis was, had a camera in his hand at a very young age, fucking around, doing a lot of stuff. And... Uh, all through, we did. We were in video productions in high school together. He did. He. We. I mean, we've always. He's always done this kind of stuff. And now it went from something I, you know, some of us thought was fun to him and another one of our friends taking this into an actual career, which has been pretty awesome to watch you do from, from my uh, standpoint. We have to get paid before you can call it a career. So uh, getting close. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it takes up a lot of time. It's a career, <laughs> right, right? Yeah. yeah. No, he's probably right. No, but uh, I have. I, it's been really awesome to watch. Uh, a lot of the shit you've done and stuff like that from uh, afar and seeing you come up and stuff has been pretty kick-ass so I'm pretty happy for you but let's start let's start from uh, leaving when we went to, we went to school at SIU together for uh, college and after that what's what happened after you left college uh, went to Chicago uh, Jamie moved job put her there Jamie, Jamie is his wife 
yeah, Jamie Han from high school, Jamie Long now. Uh, she was up there, so I went up there and just I did a couple videos for like UIC or something, and somehow that quickly led to a rap video, and then. I don't really remember. I just know that that was the available work. I wanted to make movies, but people wanted rap videos. Sure. So it was kind of weird. It's like, sure. I never was really, really thought I was, I'm not really good at that either, of music videos. That was just something where I'll always try to figure out, oh, I'll do this green screen, or I'll do something that's different, or whatever, because I don't do like you, I don't do like shaking titties and you know stuff sure, like right, that. Right, so, yeah. and all these other guys are just, these are their friends, and it's so easy for them to go make these videos. I'm like, I gotta like do something here so yeah anyway I was just uh, let's see so I did like five years yeah just slowly worked my way up from doing free videos not knowing having a clue what I was doing the lamest thing ever is showing up somewhere you're the only white guy out of like 70 people and they're watching you set your lights up and there's no small talk there it's like excuse me I just need to grab this bag right like, reach across your boobies there crazy lady <laughs> it's like, oh boy and then setting lights up and then you're just like all right and I supposed to be here but he'll probably be a little late so uh, you know it's like very awkward so all, all over Detroit and Chicago and places you can easily get murdered and this is before I had kids so um, yeah so then oh, you, you need to come to a few videos in St. Louis I mean I, you, I gotta, did, hit, actually, you gotta I hit did, all the spots to get I murdered one thing for, I came <laughs> right. down to St. Louis to meet with Brandon Lloyd one time I did a video for him not a well, I was gonna do a music video for him when he was on the Bears and he came by my house which was weird like just pulled his hammer in the driveway and walked in with some other dude that was total street cred too uh glc and like two of his friends were there and brandon lloyd like a bears wide receiver walks in i'm like oh yeah like they were walking in past each other i was like oh nice <laughs> oh yeah absolutely <laughs> it's like white boy is yeah. fucking balling out here he's fucking with play and all he did was all he did was sit there and then talk to me for an hour and then i never talked to him again for two years but just this timing really helped me out <laughs> oh sure but uh that dude walked in yeah, right, right there. Yeah, that's the other thing Make too, is that um, it gets to be like a thing where being white in rap videos, like they, that's like having a premium director. Oh, okay. Because everybody's cousin wants to do the video. Sure, right. But white people, they think, don't want to do the video. Right, right. I, I did stuff for this DJ, Sean Mack, and he'd have me come to these clubs at like three in the morning to record him. There'd be this super long line, velvet rope, at like two in the morning at some downtown Chicago club. I come walking up. The guy sees me come and just undoes it. And I'm like, if you want to get into a club in the middle of the night, just be white and act like you don't want to be there. They will not check your ID. They don't give a shit who you are. This fucking and place again. Like, this is like, oh, Floyd Mayweather's here. Like, oh, it's a crazy party. It's like some crazy thing all these people are trying to get into and lie, trying to lie and say they're on the list. And the guy just opens up the gate for me. He's like, that guy wishes he was at home. So right. <laughs> he can come in. So. He obviously has to be here. Right. Yeah. He, he must be. So, uh, like, let's let's uh, just go through some of the people that you've worked with, like, in the video days. I know you've, I mean, I've seen videos of you with Devin Twista, GLC, um, Ben City. Those guys yep. are pretty cool. Um, those were those were my first, like, experiment. I could just do whatever I wanted. They would just be, like, down for it. And so those are my first video I did, and I did, like, four or five, because I'd get, like, a new camera or a new lens, and I'd want to just do my own thing and not have any input from right, them. Right, And sure. they would just be like, sure. And I'd get to pick the song and all that stuff. Oh, wow. Nice. But uh, when, you know, but also they didn't pay me. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I then mean, if you do something like Twista, it's that. like, yeah, um, this, you know, it's like, you got to be here on this date. we got to shoot at this place, and this is the song we want. 
go. Right. That's your options, you know. And right. then here's kind of what he wants to do, and then I tell him why that's impossible. And right. Um, but, yeah, and then, like, GLC was another one kind of like that. Like, I could usually pitch him something, like, let's just do this green screen, or let's do this, and then um, he was cool. One time, a funny story about him was one time we went out to shoot a video in L.A., very disorganized, like they weren't super organized, but they had a lot of money. Right. And uh, so he flew me and, you know Chris Hom? Yeah, yeah. He flew me and my brother-in-law Chris out there one way. We missed our plane. We sent our bags out there and missed our plane. Had first class and everything. And then we had to pick up a coach flight the next day to right. chase our bags. We got there on like a Friday and I was going to pick up, you know, before they had the DSLR cameras, they had lens adapters. Sure. You put on, you know, so you get a lens adapter and then you get that cool film look, you know, and that's, mm -hmm. you know. That's why DSLR, I quit music videos right after that because it became easy to get that look. Sure, right. So I was like, well, I i can't help you anymore, you know, like, right. just go get a $2,000 camera. But anyway, uh, I was looking for a lens adapter. I'm like, well, it's LA. We'll be able to just go to any place and pick one up. We checked, like, all over Hollywood, all over, everywhere. Nobody had one there. All either rinse it out or the places were just closed. And we were going to shoot this video over the weekend and fly back Monday. So I was like, well, we're not shooting shit till Monday. So I guess we're sleeping. Uh, GLC took us to Target, bought us a couple air mattresses. Yeah. And me and Chris sat there and drank Red Bull and vodka and played all his pirated Xbox games all weekend. <laughs> so we're sitting down for like four hours straight, beating, uh, you know, just sitting there drinking and playing Halo. Right. And then all the back the background is crazy. I wish I had like a time lapse of us playing and then all the crazy, just like people coming and going behind us. And, right. Uh, pretty funny and then uh anyway actually i did the glc video i did right before that was this video called i ain't even on yet which so, is the shit so that's a video that somebody saw and then that actually led to my first movie this guy out there eric west saw it um and i met with him when i was out there that weekend doing nothing i did go meet with him and then uh he was talking about wanting to do a movie i can't remember how this timeline works out but I, it was a good year between us talking oh i did a couple music videos for him that's what it was and then the next spring or something maybe that was 2010 he said he had he said he had like some crazy fund that you know i didn't understand how money worked for movies back then mm -hmm. and he said he had something where okay we're gonna make this movie quarter million dollars but you need to find a script like, are you serious yeah. like holy shit so um first thing i did is i emailed michael swim i didn't know him i just looked at his thing off those are muskets or yeah <laughs> um I emailed him. I said, I have, I said, I promise you this is not spam. I have a quarter million dollar budget and no script, and I want to direct a movie, blah, blah, So he emailed me back this very tentative, like, afraid it might be a rapist or something, right, right, trying to beat yeah, up on Craigslist. He's like, okay, I have questions, blah, blah, blah. And then, so that was in January. Anyway, so take, take that from January to, um, August, our budget got knocked down from 250 to like 60,000. And we shot it in August. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened in between there. Sure. Basically, what happened was I hooked up Garrett with the script. He liked this script for Kill Me Now. And then I began to lie <laughs> to keep myself in that process. Remember, I'm thinking, I just hooked up a producer with a script, and I have never directed a movie. I am the most useless peg here <laughs> sure, of the right. stool. So I started like going around Effingham that spring and going around like Lake Sarah taking pictures of cabins. I don't know whose cabin that is, but I'm like, hey, look at all these cabins. I'm like, I'm setting up, like, I have the production here in Effingham. Like, we're going to shoot it here. It's cheaper. And it wasn't all lies, but it was like a lot of it was lies. Sure. <laughs> it was embellished, right? right. Yeah, yeah. So, That's anyway, nice switch. 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 Uh, yeah. So, we, anyway, shot that movie, edited that for two years, 
in those two years, I learned a lot about like, well, editing the movie, you realize what you should have done. Oh, I bet. You're shooting yeah. it. Then we, I started writing with Lenny. We started writing this movie in like 2011 because I started thinking, okay, I started th thinking, okay, well, this is a certain type of size of movie, and it's only going to do so much. So I just want to have the next thing kind of chambered. So. Me and Lenny started going to Buffalo Wild Wings and getting drunk and figuring out how to write a movie. Like, literally reading books about how to sure, write right. movies and sure. stuff, or listening to audiobooks. Like, nice. Uh, and then reading other... Well, he didn't do this, because he's like, no, I want to keep my mind fresh. And I was like, I don't. I want to copy other people's movies. So I would do page counts. I would take notes on, like, oh, I like this movie. Or this is... Here's your standard comedy. Page 20. This needs to happen. Page whatever. You know, right. and, and all that stuff. And then... Uh, so, yeah, we just wrote that. I'm kind of blasting. You said what happened since then. I'm sure. blasting through That's my okay. timeline. Okay. You can ask me other shit That's later. That's okay. Uh, so, yeah, we wrote, started in 2011, finished like 2013. I bought some more books on how to find this <laughs> film, how to raise money, how to write sure. business plans. But, you know, and then over the summer, you know, half the summer, we started writing that business plan and got, you know, our first money, I think, came in in August of 2013. And then by, you know, the next April or whatever, we had $250,000 and we were ready to roll. Nice. We got, yeah. oh, this is a big thing too, is we got hooked up. So through some people, I got my script to this casting director, Deb Borilski, who did, Okay. she did the rest of development, bunch oh, of big TV cool. shows. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just blew myself. Right yeah, yeah. 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 So, but she, she got, she kind of hooked us up and set us up with proper casting where okay. we were, when we went in there and so we watched these little videos come in um, and it's and then we go out there for callbacks and we're sitting there like I'm like well, who the fuck are we these people are coming in like Kurt Brownell a bunch of people I'll tell you later who came in and read okay and I'm like nice. I should just like be talking to you I feel like an asshole sitting here making yeah. you perform <laughs> right it's a weird oh, casting sure. and, then, strange, and yeah. then it's like this weird like actors are treated like shit like once you get out there into Hollywood you realize how bad it is for actors because the casting actor and the and their assistant casting actor or you know, everyone else in the room, there's like people I'm like, yeah, this is how we roll, man. They're pieces of meat. They sit out there, and then we're like, I'm like, are they out there? Is someone so they're like, oh, well, I'll just go get them when we're ready. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> right, right. But, See, I would be like, I, I'm there. such a comedy fan that I'd be like, motherfucker, that's Eddie Pepitone. Fucking let him <laughs> right. sit out there like that. Right. Yeah, really. Well, yeah, no, he didn't read. Yeah. Oh, so it was a, sure. we called him. Uh, but, um, no, it was really cool. That was one of the questions my wife was just like, find out how the fuck he got hooked up with Eddie Pepper. <laughs> right, yeah. She fucking loves it. Well, the cool thing was I really learned how to do casting, too. I learned how to, like, how do you contact agents and how you call people and what terminology and just how to get to get through stuff faster. So, I actually, we're, we did that last. Uh, so, we just did that in October. And so, that stuff was set up really last minute. Okay. But, um, yeah, you guys got to... Um, Ask me questions after we're done here too. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> not not fair to shoot on the podcast at all, but there's just certain things. That yeah, are, yeah, absolutely. You know, but uh, anyway, oh, sorry. how's this? That's really good. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, everybody, get your sexy on. But anyway, no. So this summer, it was crazy. It went from being we have no money in the bank, we have nothing. This is like Labor Day last year to the next Labor Day, we had a whole movie in the can, minus a couple scenes we had to pick up in LA. So that's pretty much where we are now. I. It grew from me sitting in a basement reading a book about how to do something to now I'm back in my basement by myself with four giant hard drives hooked up to a MacBook. But it's nice, you know, it's like, okay, good. So I'm back here. I got to put this thing together. So, right. 
Um, so yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Two VCRs with a t- with a tape deck playing there music you go. in the right. background. This dude figured shit out whenever we didn't have the technology to do it. Oh my god! Literally, when he used to make movies when we were younger, it'd be like, well, it, just because we're making home videos doesn't I mean this bitch ain't gonna have a soundtrack. Right? There's gonna be nice. music in the background. Hook it up to a record player. Sure. My- <laughs> I remember one point just like. Uh, I don't remember how you did it, but you would be playing the original, the footage all edited together on the TV, and then there'd be a tape deck or something playing the music, and then something else would capture that, and you put it all, he put it all together. So somehow, with the limited 1990s home video technology, <laughs> Man, soundtracks on Wherever Shay, those movies are, I'm sure they're pretty grisly bad, but I made an effort. Like, I knew there should be music, but I, I don't know. Oh, I still remember the Mission Impossible intro to fucking WEHS back Yeah, in that day. was rough, too. I don't know, do janitors just let kids in? Because I remember being just at the school. I don't think that happens as much that, Isn't that weird? Like, I just yeah. remember being the only person in the school yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. Sure. Clayton would come there and hang out with me. I remember, like, going to school, like, forgetting something. And going back to school in the nighttime after it was closed. And, like, walking in and going to my locker. Yeah, there might be, like, a girls' practice wrapping up somewhere sure. or something. But, uh... There's a girls basketball. I guess there's not practice in the library or something. I just realized I made it sound like you have to practice to be a girl. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, they just stand around. It's like, okay, ladies, here's how you be a girl. I just remember going through that Mission Impossible thing and having to pull like one frame, which you could do now just with a little like slicey tool. Sure. (laughs) But back then it was like you had to set where the frame is and then say go and then wait for the VCRs to go do their thing. Right. It's like all you're doing is planning the intricate ballet the VCRs were about to perform. Right, yeah. It took about, you know, 45 seconds. Sure. Show, like, and in the background, Clayton's just flying by on a chair. Uh, a chair. <laughs> oh god, those were crazy times. We used to, I we used to leave to make commercials. My buddy Mills and I did. We used to go make commercials all the time. I remember we had Mr. Dunnigan watching like tape watching our class we were such fucking terrible people that i didn't even say it was like i would even say class i said he was watching us like we were <laughs> sort of like we were in the rec room in prison or something <laughs> sort of like the printing just classes yeah do you have any of those no but i heard enough it's just like they were just, lawless wasteland just kind of keep talking while you walk out the door yeah and just like oh so i gotta go check on this thing and this other guy and this and the door closes and you're gone i just remember walking out of there and just being like yeah we're gonna go over to a uh, poland pontiac and shoot our commercial yeah. over there and he's just like you guys maybe want to bring a camera with you <laughs> yeah i remember that fuck yeah that was so lame because you guys just got to leave days and days and days and i'm like well they must be making some giant you know campaign for that even though it's one commercial and I, I will the, say didn't they used swing it. On a, yes, kids could swing it on a rope. Oh, I can recite it. It's, <laughs> it's a jungle, jungle out there looking for a new and used car. Prices. The kid had a terrible aisle. Anyway, <laughs> little kid, little kid accent. <laughs> He's probably a grown up. He probably he may not be. He may be a perpetual child that didn't grow into manhood. At this point, he probably still is. They probably injected him with something. Get stuck in a time loop so he could still do the advertising. It's more marketable that way. Yeah. So the new movie. When, what's like uh, the estimated time that that might oh, be seen man. and stuff? I don't know. Everybody... The first movie, just so everybody knows, anybody listening to this, Kill Me Now is available on iTunes. Any, any other or just places? go to killmenowmovie.com. Unless okay. you want to pay $20 for some reason. I don't know why it's $20. I think I only paid 15 I'm pretty sure Transformers 3D is like $20. Yeah. Same as... I'd rather buy Kill <laughs> yeah, Me Now. Yeah, same here. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I think $5, uh, it's on, or $4, it's on uh, like killmenowmovie.com. Okay, oh, killmenowmovie.com. Um, do that I get everything or if anyone has my email address just email me and I'll send you a link to a secret thing with the password but that means you know me yeah yeah so 
That email address is one five six seven four four for Google. Oh, it's the most. It's, it's an ISIS uh, <laughs> email address. It's on Al Jazeera. Um, so, what uh, what have you been? Have you been checking anything out in the theater as far as the past? No, well, recently? Do you, I, I saw Interstellar. Yeah, did you enjoy Interstellar? Yeah, no? I thought that was cool. I thought it was cool to have a movie that's really long. It doesn't make you want to leave. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah, think the yeah, last movie like that was Saving Private Ryan. Sure. Where yeah. it just kind of played out, and you're like, if this goes another hour, I'm down. Right. You know, I, I don't yeah. know how long yeah. I've been here, but that's kind of... <laughs> and, 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 did you see it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think we might be going back again tonight. Yeah. A, we're, I've, I've <laughs> delved in... I've become so much more of a nerd. There's like a special poster tonight. So we might go see... Cause we got to the go open, get the poster? We got the opening poster. weekend yeah. poster, and then the second... Also, well, you got to get both. Well, there might be there more. Might be I think more, there's one yeah. for each planet. Yeah. yeah. So the first one's Earth, and the second one's that ship up in the planet. wave. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. cool artwork. Yeah. It's but really anyway, yeah, stuff. it's very cool artwork. Um. But yeah, we we both fucking love the shit out of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We remember at the end when he's got going. You, well, the weird part of that. Spoilers. Was, oh, <laughs> oh we, we already had a whole episode had, oh, about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Everybody yeah. listens. Well, I, okay. it doesn't really spoil anything. The part at the end when he kind of just steals the spaceship. Yeah. That was the part I was like, okay, come on, like it's. You know, it's been like how many years? Right. right. You know what I mean? Like maybe the on button's like in a different yeah. place yeah. now. Nothing, got, everything's the you same. You could have just had him ask for a ship. Well, they probably been like, "Hi, have at it." Yeah, he's uh, fucking done a lot of shit. Who's opening the door ship. for him? He's got a docking you gotta make, shit, yeah. right? I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's just like it's, it's just thing. like a remote. Yeah. Yeah, they had him set up that way. <laughs> yeah, and they wanted him to go rogue just to have a little character. But uh, the thing that we thought was the glaring thing was was well, we just talked about this on earlier episode was that. They didn't. There's no announcement in any of the trailers, in any of the press. You have no idea that Matt Damon's in the film. That just that so, bumps me out of the movie. Since Matt really? Damon yeah. is some someone that we all, as a culture, know the shit out of Matt Damon. Like I said, when that part happened in the theater, everyone goes, <laughs> "Oh shit, that's Matt, Matt Damon!" Damon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt Damon. That's the fact. He did that with a couple other people. Someone else popped up. Mario Lopez. Isn't no, wasn't it like Topher Grace or somebody? Just yeah, Topher Grace. Yeah, you got it. If you're gonna like. The first five minutes of the movie, you're like, that's Matthew McConaughey acting in a movie. Yeah. And then it takes some effort by him and the rest of the crew and director to get you to forget that. And then you're going to go throw a bomb in the middle. Oh, right. there's Matt Damon. Out of there's the no way, way yeah. unless you just came out of a coma, you don't think, oh, I'm watching a movie. Right. You right. know what I mean? You, yeah. I, I, it's an interesting choice. A little bit with Topher Grace. Hey, sure. Topher Grace. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. Venom's in this. <laughs> I would do that in a comedy. Like that's a funny thing to do sure, in a comedy. Sure. It's just like or like Ryan Reynolds and Ted. Sure. Just, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, that's funny because right. that's Ryan Reynolds. Sure. You know, but uh, yeah. But yeah, this is supposed to be an immersive experience. Yeah, and that yet was, it's kind of jarring. To one see of the most immersive that, film experiences you know, of all time. Yeah, they were yeah going for sure. You know, yeah. it is. All of a sudden, it's like Matt Damon. It's like, wait, what? Is Affleck in this too? All of a sudden, just like. I fucking I abandoned. I, there's not any life here. How you like them apples? It'd be like if one of the robot voices was clearly Whoopi Goldberg, the whole time. like doing a wacky <laughs> or Tyler Perry. It was yeah, Tyler yeah. Perry doing Medea. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, just oh, that, but that's a great idea. Or Sandler, old Sandler being Sandler the whole time in one of those things as it walks around the surface of the planet. You guys think maybe we should get out of here? <laughs> Yeah, that would totally ruin the flow. But not not much else. You haven't. Uh, are you, do you follow along with what's going on in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, a little bit. Have I know what's it? going on. I just can't get out of the house that much. Yeah. I have yeah. a five year old and a two year old, and my wife's pregnant. Sure. 
So Ooh. it's rough. I have to like sneak out. If I want to go to a movie, I have to like sneak out and shit by myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sneak out and see the movie by myself during right. the day and lie about it. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. I think we can all agree that that's normal yeah. adult behavior. In the in the indiscretions that are possible no. throughout a marriage, this is really best I think sneaking case. out and watching Winter Soldier very low on the scale right. as opposed to flying to Thailand and buying a little Thai boy is <laughs> very high on the scale. Uh, I would think that Winter Soldier's down here. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. funny because there was a crossroads where those were the two <laughs> options, exactly. It's like, I got time, and I got the, I got the flyer, frequent flyer miles, so mm, I've heard Winter Soldier's good. I'm just going to... I'll yelp both. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. It's got a 96 Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go to that. Did you even see Guardians in, I guess, at no. this point? Guardians is phenomenal. It's, it's a phenomenal fucking it fun time. Like it is. Let's we can sit around and talk fun. about how I think it's probably good. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> what do you think? The big tree character and the little raccoon. Do you think they're probably good time? I, I think they're probably interesting yeah. and oh, different. Yeah. They're, do you they think they're agree. probably like the surprising center of the film? That I bet. Oh, I, I can only yeah. imagine. I mean, yeah. do, do you think that they're probably very much like Han and Chewie? And one you can't understand. See that one? I'm going to say absolutely and, not. No. Oh, really? oh, well, it is. Yeah. You'll see. Yeah. Well, because one can't, one can't. Yeah. <laughs> no, and uh, tomorrow, for everybody who's listening, tomorrow the episode seven trailer is going to yeah. debut online. So, Ooh, yeah, exciting. looking for. I'm. I've heard. I'm told it's like. I've heard it's like thirty seconds. It's yeah. Really short Lost World trailer was awesome. Yeah, I'm looking or forward Jurassic to that. World the Star Jurassic World film. Yeah, I'm that looking was really forward great. to that. That looks like it should be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I just trust Chris. I just like Guardians so much. I was like, whatever. Yeah. Chris Pratt doesn't. He, he, well, he would have told them to fuck themselves if he, you know, but if he made a way he before did, yeah. Guardians, so yeah. he didn't have the Guardians cloud. He, <laughs> he didn't have the Guardians cloud. Now he's now he's in like a seven hundred fifty million dollar grossing film. Yeah. Now, so I want to build the time machine so I can go back and tell everybody about Chris Pratt. Yeah, or just go right. around, just go around like saying, "Hey, guess what? Yeah, 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 guess what yeah, I exactly. think's gonna happen?" <laughs> Remember that I said this. Hey, 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 hey. look, look. You know remember. the guy. No, look at this picture of this guy. Like I want to be super right and home with us. And, you know, right, yeah. I want everyone to remember this. And, like, yeah, Someone get your camera phone. Remember when I said Chris this. Pratt was going to be the biggest box office action? No, you did. No, I had <laughs> a time machine. I only got to use it once. And that's what. And that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> everyone else goes Go with punch Hitler world. in the dick. Right. Yeah, but I Travis goes with I'm going to be right about Chris Pratt. We need to let the world know. I mean, who would have known? Andy yeah. from the office was going to be so, but so handsome. Did you know that uh, if he turned it down, the next up person for the role was Glenn Howerton, which is Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philly. I don't know if you watch It's Always Sunny. Well, man, if they can turn the pudgy sure. guy from... Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if they can turn the heartthrob dude from Ten Things I Hate About You into the Joker... Yeah. At this yeah, point, always been at least shocking. Nolan, There's whatever no Nolan turned cast about... Both like, the dudes on. from Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, because the uh, whole fucking... Levitt's in everything of his now almost. Yeah. I guess he wasn't in uh, Interstellar. Interstellar no. but he's, he's good so do you think Christopher well. Nolan was like a big fan of 10 Things I Hate About You? He must like he just watched that over yeah, and over. Yeah, he's just super guilty play. Yeah. Just, just like, <laughs> he's just geeking out by hiring me. As a child, I watched Who Doesn't Want a Space Odyssey and 10 Things I Hate About You. He's like, he's, he's way into David Lynch and fucking Porky's. A Knight's Tale. Right. He loves, he loves old Heath Ledger. No, that was one of those things, too. Whenever that got announced, people were just like, what the fuck? Yeah, but I, Batman's Begins was good. Yeah, you know? right, right. And then it winds up being one of the most it's incredible. genius you know, it's an amazing performances performance, ever. Yeah. To the point where, I mean, you know you've done good whenever Jack Nicholson, like, fucking hates your guts. Because <laughs> right. everyone's just like, remember when he had the... Uh, <laughs> 
I think if you announce a character for a comic book movie and the internet doesn't erupt, you have to go back and fire that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Immediately. They're like, uh, well, I think they should fire Channing Tatum. Yeah. He's a terrible choice for Gambit. For Gambit, yeah. He's I a agree. terrible choice for anything. No one in the comic yeah. world likes Channing Tatum. No yeah. one, we don't want him in our stuff. I would like somebody who's maybe, like, actually from New Orleans. Like, a fucking real comic I just want Josh Holloway. Yeah, Holloway. Yeah, that would go with him. Josh Holloway would be the best. I want Josh Holloway in every movie. Every, every I haven't seen him in shit since Lost, yeah. and I want the dude to be in stuff. Um, so, but you're, Travis is very much responsible for me getting into comics when I was younger because he was kind of my first friend that was into comic books. I thought you were going to just end it at friend. He was, my, <laughs> he, was my, he was the first person that didn't spit on me. <laughs> Call me weird. I remember the first time I met you was in uh, some class where we had to go up to the board and write stuff. And for some reason, we had time for small talk up there because you were introducing yourself and uh, you spelled your name. I was like, Custer? Custer? Or no, Custard? You know, like I, right. you know, I, I was new to him. I sure. didn't know this pervasive name, oh. you know. And you were like, no. And you spelled, I just remember you like had a flat top and you were spelling your name on the board and you were probably wearing a giant shirt because people in sixth grade wore giant shirts. I, I wore giant shirts up until like six months ago. <laughs> it's now got shit that fits. I was also on the way over here thinking about how you are probably one of the ten people that if I ever want to be president I have to either bribe or kill. You ever just think about that? Like, yeah, well, who cares? I'm not running for president. But if I do, that guy's dead. <laughs> Some of these people have to get fucking money sent to their houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be some, some Shit happened at different times. All right. Yeah, I remember me in, I don't know if you were there. I would always go over to Tuma's house and try to, because I was the only one that had a wizard, so mm-hmm. I knew how much they were worth. I'd try to scam him out of this good, like, amazing Spider-Mans that were, like, the old <laughs> McFarlane ones. Right. And they'd be like, all right, so we're going to do these three for these three, right? And then he had a babysitter. Oh, she fucking cock-blocked me. She's like, wait, are you guys trading for keeps? I don't know why she talked like that in my memory. <laughs> but then she's like, she's, maybe she was Belgian. <laughs> But uh, are you trading for keeps? What are you doing? Are you trading them for keeps, sir? That's maybe not a good idea. Yeah, maybe not a good idea. Oh. Are those favorites of yours? I'm just asking some flavors. <laughs> <story. laughs> I don't know. Maybe you should just hang on to what you got until your mom's getting chicken. Now, I remember some friends of ours when they were younger used to uh, use somebody's print, like somebody's shit to copy magic cards and sell them to Patrick Simmons whenever they were oh. I mean like a lot of oh you were the nerds up by the window in the gym on the bleachers after lunch I only played for a little while I saw you guys up there some of those guys went for a long time like Mills and Happel and those guys they like fucking Mills and Happel I remember they would bootleg you know cards and sell them to a buddy with ours for <laughs> fucking good money like right. you know like oh, those yeah. that fucking this is a mox it's $50 right like, just making them <laughs> Yeah, we used to we used to scan our report cards in high school and change them. Nice, and bring and reprint them out and bring them home. And you got the technology. I mean, you kind of get, there should be a grade for that. Yeah, oh, really. Well, do you remember when you knew it? Yeah, how did that get in trouble? Street do you remember when your greed got us got a sixth grade? Oh yeah. No homework coupon oh. being blown up. I was like, I was like, uh, I was like. He thought it was like actual currency. The part, the part in Scarface at the end when Tony's like really just lost it and he's right. sitting at the table and just piles low, of cocaine. Yeah. He doesn't realize how far off the rails he's gotten with yeah. cocaine. I was like that with fucking no homework tickets that, that Travis had copied. I was just like, we fucking run this shit now. I don't do homework. <laughs> the plan was, I'm making it rain with him in classrooms. I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Wait, here was it was kind of like, here let's. First of all, it was like... Uh, I wasn't good at crime yet. Right, the no homework economy was fucked. Yeah. 
Well, they needed somebody like me to blow up their system. It wasn't me. It was going to be somebody yeah. else who had spin access it, to... Spin it. Spin it that way. Right. Exactly. Well, <laughs> help them out. Yeah. They needed somebody who had access to a Xerox machine to, you know... It just was a no-homework coupon typed up on, I don't know, Microsoft Word and then, you know, copied 100,000 times or whatever. So I just, my dad had one. I just copied it a bunch of times. I gave Custer a big stack. I'm like, you know, we can like use these to like buy things from other students, you know. Yeah, he's talking about like turn, the, turn it into a prison currency. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like cigarettes in prison. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, just keep the, yeah, here you go, have these. And I don't know who else got some. Do all this with an Italian accent. Or like a Jersey uh, accent. You fucking use these, you know, use them for money. Yeah, yeah. Use yeah. Time. Yo, use chocolate milk. milk. Use, get a fucking if this was Goodfellas, you would have been on a hook yeah. in a, uh, you know, freezer. Right, absolutely. Because he's like, I'm just going to use these and never do homework again. Yeah. Hopefully I can carry them on to next year. You should I'll never get, use your own I was trying to, I was even thinking about getting to college on yeah. it. If possible, yeah. I was just like, yeah. fuck. I'm like, scholarship my dad's got shit. a copy machine where he works. We might get in there one of these days and just start really riding this fucker yeah, out. There you go, you'd be... Harvard. <laughs> yeah, Start showing up at Harvard. So he was like, "Well, I still I saved this still from fifth grade. We have to honor that. Obviously, this is educational currency in America." It's like, "Oh shit!" So this well, is a no homework coupon. He's this right. is your really, really. bar exam. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, flash forward to standing in front of a courtroom, just going. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. Do you take uh, free homework tickets? Yeah. I, I one of the world. Pass one to a judge. Not guilty. You become one of the world's top cardiologists somehow you're speaking at a convention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we used to have, there, and this has to happen in one of your films at some point, the end of a movie where a man is like in front of a group of people and there's like, you know, like a presidential thing. Like there's a big picture of him. He's at a podium. There's a picture of him behind him, a giant picture of him. Right. And he's standing there and he's like, and he fucking declares something and just some person in the back of the room just, he did it. That crazy son of a bitch, you did it. <laughs> everyone's cheering for him. Whatever it is. And really? at the time, I, it was, I'm pretty sure. And from now on, the, any words that end in CKS will end in X. And the whole fucking place just goes insane. <laughs> and he's just back to when he did it. <laughs> crazy son of a bitch, you did it. Like, that was his lifelong dream. That, that's just, you know, put, him, put it in the fucking well. I think I did sued by Aaron Sorkin. Probably. <laughs> that. I think yeah. he has to. Yeah. It's just a lot of people with arms folded watching someone speak truth to power. Right. Yeah. Just like get a little dolly left to right. Like, serious nods. Little, yeah. little no, proud no, smile. Like, he did the newsroom, didn't he? Yeah. On HBO. Oh, that's a fucking It's a whole show. show of that. Yeah. It's yeah. an entire it show is. of people standing. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, and they go into no, another room where someone else has a lot yeah. to say. I've never seen it. Do they talk to each other really fast and written? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> people that, yeah, there's no one ever goes, uh... No one is that guy that from the from the other office. <laughs> yeah. They all know everything. Or stops to form an idea. Yeah, right. yeah. No it's one already does. there. It's just there. Yeah. They're just computers. They can just come back with his. Well, it's funny because I read somewhere that he wrote um, a few good men like on cocaine. Is he wrote? Did he write? Did he write that? Probably. Well, anyway, he wrote something, and he was in some interview saying, saying how he. Uh, wrote some whole movie, like the whole movie he did on cocaine, and he couldn't believe it got made or something, and I'm like, oh, that answers so many yeah, questions about his I mean, team, like, sports night, it all makes sense. <laughs> fucking, A Few Good Men, although it's a great movie, it, it could be the, a cocaine fever. But you think about a cocaine person on cocaine just sitting there arguing with themselves, yeah, like, they're, they're writing both sides of the argument, right. like, <laughs> telling them that they can't handle yeah. the truth, and yeah. everything, that's hilarious. <laughs> I want the truth. What do you mean? You can't handle the truth. Just write that down. That's good. That's usable. That's good shit. He's just walking around with a tape recorder just strapped to his face. 
Sorkin did uh, the Social Network, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, he wrote it. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, yeah. Fincher directed it. Don't you obviously? Some people out there don't fucking watch movies. You think Andrew would know that? Oh. Andrew wouldn't know that. I'm oh. sorry. I'm no, sorry, Andrew. I'm sorry, but it's true. This 22-year-old guy that works with us, we're, we're constantly blown away by the things that skipped him, being in a, such a different generation from us. Just like, he talk, talks a lot about how he loves hip-hop music, and he does yeah. like hip-hop music, he loves it a lot, and then he's just like, I've just never, really never heard anything by Tupac. Like, what? That's like being like, man, I'm fucking way into rock and roll. Wow. I've never really listened much to Led Zeppelin, but I, I, I like rock and roll. Or be right. like something that was from the 90s. Sure. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Pearl Jam. There you go. Right, exactly. I've never really listened to Pearl Jam, but... I don't know who that is. Well, that and the... I don't know. Some of it I can't blame on his generation. He hasn't seen the fucking Matrix. Like, come on. Come on, dude. He was born. There's come no on, there's no excuse. He's, Return of the Jedi came out. I was three years old. I've seen that a lot. Hey, going back to comic books, do you remember yes. when you told us that uh, you went to Florida and went through a Spawn... Walk through virtual reality comic book. I thought it was a Spider-Man. No, it was Spawn. And oh. the tell was that Spawn had just come out. And, and I, I did had... not know that much about marketing and economics and stuff. But <laughs> it was like on issue three There's or something. No one that and you told me there was a that bar- now. I'm like that sounds wildly ambitious. <laughs> and why is it always in Florida? And this is the other one. Before that, that preceded that was um, the picture that your grandma took of a comic book store's shelves you're just saying you wanted to just have uh credibility to make up a bunch of comics that actually did exist uh-huh. you're like they had they had like star wars comics and we were wrong we're like bullshit there's no such thing there were plenty of star wars sure. comics. they just didn't have nothing <laughs> right but you were telling us all this stuff you're like how do you know they have them in florida how do you... yeah how do you know my grandma took a picture of it and sent it to me i'm like what a diabolical <laughs> Now, one she thing, didn't buy you any comics. She took a picture yeah. of what they have. Like, missing out on you little shit. Shit, See, my grandparents had a little place in Clearwater. And one, and I, one thing I did see there as a kid that uh, did happen was uh, when we were in a theater there, I think this is actually in Orlando, I saw a poster for Ghostbusters 3. And there was that. That shit did get out. Right. You're still yeah. doing it. Before, yeah. and You're still, still lying. No, no, this one is, this one is true. And <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget that. And like that one, like... Uh, I like. I even doubted myself and blame like Google is an adult. I'm like, I know that I saw fucking marketing for a fucking Ghostbusters thing. Like, yeah, I did when it, they announced it at first, and it never fucking. They didn't have a like. That's crazy how shit like that happens in Hollywood. How like things get announced. Like we haven't written a fucking word of this yet. We just know that yeah, we want to have weird. a third one. Right? You know, like, yeah, exactly. That Jumping would, the gun a little bit. What do you think about the idea of the all female Ghostbusters three cast that they're talking about right now? I wish they could just call it something else. Yeah. Like just call it. Bridesmaids with ghosts. Yeah, and it is. You know the guy mean? that like, made you're just gonna piss people yeah. off. I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be in that movie if I was yeah. a hot female well, comedian. I can tell you like, what it's gonna be. Right. It's gonna be Melissa McCarthy yeah. and Kristen Wiig yeah. and fucking. But fifty percent of people are going to hate hate it and hate yeah. you for being yeah, in it. Exactly. Yeah. Like just call it something else. Yeah. I mean, I can. I know that yeah. at one point they had an idea, and I think this is what the original Ghostbusters three. I think the original Ghostbusters three was supposed to be a passing of the torch. Movie. Yeah, that was what. But they I think that they had signed about. up Farley and Sandler and yeah. Meadows and somebody else to like be the new Ghostbusters and I think Farley died around that time yeah I know that Farley had recorded almost all of Shrek yeah it was like 85 or 90% of the dialogue was already done and I I was listening to Mike Myers on The Nerdist and he didn't find out about that until like five years ago he had no idea when he he was going to be Shrek um, he he was Shrek yeah he was he had done he had done 75% of the the dialogue already was already recorded and he, and he yeah. died actually he, Ooh, you could Myers, break the internet if you got your hands on that yeah oh, oh yeah <laughs> oh what I mean 
I, I don't think that it would play any kind of disservice to Mike Myers' performance if they put out a special edition where you well, get the whole an audio point is that option. it was like a completely different thing. Myers was going in a whole other direction with how he handled the voice and the character. So okay. it would be a different experience. It wouldn't really be like R-rated. This is just it. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wouldn't really. It's all like this. Yeah, all, I can imagine I mean, probably. Sure, is. I mean, yeah. what is Chris Farley's character? But, but just that. You it know? actually I mean, makes more sense that it has Smash Mouth at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, now that I think back on the Nerdist podcast, he didn't. He did find out in the production of it. I guess he asked at one point. He said, "Was this written for Chris?" He said because he yeah. said it just sounded like a lot of the stuff. Yeah, the like dialogue stuff. itself is written as that, if. It yeah, was and, that, in and they finally voice. told him at one point. That's. Uh, but I guess he had just heard it in the past couple of years. That's what he said. But yeah. it's like the a, part, the whole part about Nerdist the band down by the river. He was like. This, this sounds yeah, this so much. Me question things. Why does he keep referencing Tommy Boy? In this I promise <laughs> I was the first choice. For yeah, him. and how come all the donkey parts have David Spade's name written next yeah, to him? Yeah, exactly. Like, wouldn't that have been fucking a whole different movie it's as well? Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would be. No, but I think that would be amazing if we could get the audio from that, and at yeah. least if, it, if it's not synced to the video, just to hear it. I would right? Just yeah, hear just to see some of Farley's yeah. performance as Shrek. That's pretty interesting. That that's uh, how that went. So. uh a little bit more about like you with your most recent movie, and uh, like how how do some of those connections gets gets made like like the Pepitone thing or uh, well that I can't think of his name with the dude from Silicon Valley. Um, so that's Josh Brenner. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so all our main guys were basically hooked up by our casting director. Okay, and and is that something? I mean, do you you found the casting director? No, or? it was a it was a. So our guy that's one of the producer, Brandon Riley, he's also the cinematographer. I worked with him on a bunch of music videos. He looks just like my buddy Craig. I if I, I, then I know who you're, then I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And the odds that they would look the same, not to go off on tangent, but then also grow the exact same beard and yeah. cut their hair the same is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, it is. It's like this guy is doing you or vice versa. Like yeah. somebody you guys have to fight to the death. Well, yeah, well, when yeah. you find your doppelganger, you're supposed to kill him. Yeah, yeah like yeah. on the spot. Don't right. even question it or investigate. Yeah, yeah, Just exactly. yeah. right in the throat. Get rid of that fucker, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised when you guys were filming here that Craig didn't show up and try something. Just to get it get it done. I think, I think well, Brandon were... had a gun on. He's like, I'm gonna murk this fool. Right. <laughs> I would imagine that just like there can be only one. <laughs> right. And no matter what's happening, people just understand. People like, oh, get, oh, get back, sweetheart. The, the These two have to fight to the death. Yeah. If you ever find your doppelganger, if you run to the cops, they shove you back in the circle. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Stay back, everyone. Nothing to see here. Let these two figure it out. No. So we we worked. We got the script to where it was good, and it took us a long time. So after three years, the script was good enough that she was like, "I'll read it, but I'm not gonna like it." She was probably just gonna read the beginning. Sure. And then she's like, "Okay, I think this is good, but it needs a couple changes, just big structural things." And I did them over a weekend. Like I heard that on a Friday. I couldn't believe she was even gonna read it. I was on a plane from. This is in February of this year. I remember I was flying back from Florida from my parents' house, and I talked to this guy. He's like, okay, well, she's reading it right now. And I was on the plane, like, reading it on my phone. Yes. Like, oh, God, I can't remember what is she reading right now. Right. And then she said, um, through this other guy, that it needs these changes, basically. And there were things that I already kind of thought, but never had pulled the trigger. Basically, the, the beginning part of a movie has to go super fast, especially sure. on a comedy. Sure. And then we had a bunch of stuff. At one point, our first act was like 60 pages at one point, which is oh, insane. Wow. But yeah. we knew it was going to get cut down, but it's how much, like, you, you way overestimate how much you need to build up. That's right. how Mallrats was. Kevin Smith talks about Mallrats was huge in the beginning. to get Before they got to the fucking mall, it yeah. took them forever. And they had right. to take yeah, this like, whole scene that gets You, you think I got to establish these characters and blah, blah, blah. You do, but, you know, people are right. smart. We'll figure he it out. Exactly. Or, or exactly. also... 
he talks about, he's like, the movie's called Mall Rats. Get these motherfuckers to the mall. <laughs> That's yeah. what Harvey Weinstein told him at yeah. one point. He's like, get these motherfuckers to the mall. It's called Mall yeah, Rats. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's doing an editing with, I, I almost got like, smacked down by a guy that, it didn't have distributing, but it was the guy that was the son of the, or the dad of the head of Universal at the time, Fogelson, I can't remember his first name. He was like, the beginning's too short, or something, no, maybe it was too, somebody said it was too long, and I agreed, and then I made it way too short. Like, I wanted them to get to the cabin fast, because okay. the beginning looked bad. Sure. Right. It just looked bad for certain reasons. A lot of it was just having no money, having to shoot stuff in a weird way. Right. Beck Bennett had to leave town, so we shot 24 hours to get him out of town. Oh, shit. It was nightmare. Wow. Anyway, uh, I got them, I, and I had one edit where the beginning made no sense, because I was trying to avoid the beginning of the movie so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you gotta look at it from someone who, nobody gives a shit that it looks kind of weird in the parking lot, that it looks a little yellow or something. You have to establish who these people are. You can't just <laughs> right. start sure. Anyway, uh, so we chopped down the beginning of the movie, made it shorter, over a course of a week and got it back to her, which she was shocked about. Like, like what do you mean? Like, she said, no, people don't write that fast. So I'm like, uh, okay, great. Uh, and then she talked to me on the, then we did a big conference call. I think this whole, like, it took me like a week of auditioning for her, and then she was just our casting director. I didn't really know what, I thought she was kind of do some kind of bullshit consulting or maybe hook us up with somebody who could help. And she was like, okay, here's what we do, blah, blah, blah. And she started emailing me links to these big things, and she'd have like, Here's 40 people that read Brandy today. Here's these guys. And it's like, I know that guy. Or it's like, hey, I know that guy from whatever. That guy's in, uh, I'll tell you later. Sure, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but it's like stuff like that. And you're like, holy shit, like this is. And that's the other thing too is that uh, you, you work on this movie and it's your own little thing. It's real. You think it's real, but you kind of almost don't. Mm -hmm. And then when other people start saying your character's names out loud, like they're real things. Or like when people come in and start reading lines, like, we could have written anything there and they would just read it. This is insane. <laughs> right, like, yeah. They're reading this like, well, this is the script. This is what I'm doing. And it's weird. The same people come in like, doesn't it seem weird? And Lenny was there with me in LA. We're like, doesn't it seem weird? Well, Lenny is another friend of ours that co-wrote. Yeah, Lenny Mowley, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We were out in LA and it was just like, we left this one casting session. And the first thing that's weird is when you're out there and you say you're a director or a producer or a writer, people just say, okay. They don't look at you like, what? Oh, cute. Oh, right. I'm making a little movie. Right. It's like, oh, this is a business. Oh, you're director. If you have a budget, all of a sudden you're treated like whatever you say you are, uh, which is very weird. Um, oh, I bet. To go around saying, like, you don't even, like, if I'm at a Christmas party or somewhere here, and I'm like, what do you do? Um, video production. I don't even want to get into it. Right? Sure. I try to explain right. to somebody from Naperville, Illinois, how I make movies, and it's, I don't know how to describe the size of the movie to you, you know, whatever, anyway. Um, oh, are you kidding me? I hate it. I don't, and I don't even have, my job isn't, but in the public eye right now, my job is like one of the coolest jobs in the world. Exactly. Right? So it's like, so she's like, what do you do? I, uh, I work at a restaurant. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, I work, I work food in food service. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, the, another, another, oh, this, I'm, gonna, I'm cutting you off, I gotta tell this story real quick, because it's a great story of me being, a, not realizing I was a complete fucking asshole. A lot of people go to work, they work a nine to five job. I'm lucky enough right now that I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm working the kind of like regular day shift hours and not like crazy late night restaurant hours. So I, you know, I get off, I come home, I cook dinner for me and my wife after I cook food all day. But right. I came home and a lot of people get off work and probably throw the, you know, kick the grill on, don't change out of their work clothes. But when I do it, I have a chef jacket on. I don't think about that. And there's a moment when I'm out there, I'm just like, how much of an asshole do I look like? <laughs> Grilling fucking hot dogs in a chef coat out here on my fucking porch. Like what? What? 
I'm like, everyone, I hope no one's out here, like, looking at me like, look this at this fucking guy, fucking yeah. prick. Up here, I was like, oh, shit, just get to the fucking t-shirt. God damn it. Uh, anyway. And you I, know what people are thinking? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. What is, yeah. I wonder what he's making over there. He probably then probably didn't even think it's hot. Though. Yeah. <laughs> what is his makeup? There's something I don't even know about. <laughs> no. Some 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 ham I've never even heard. It's yeah. fucking Nathan's. At least <laughs> yeah. I do get good hot. Yeah, right. Good hot. So, uh, um, like, how long? As far as time frames, a lot of this stuff. Like you said, it took you a couple years to get the script together for. What I'm, I'm shooting something is basically the shortest time frame. Of most yeah. of it usually, right? Yeah, it's crazy. So, so editing, how long is that going to... I mean, you finished shooting this summer, correct? Or like yeah, well, we, we shot from... Uh, we started on July 7th. We finished... Illinois. We, we started July 7th, finished... I don't know, whatever was the last Wednesday that month. So we shot three and a half weeks. And then we shot another two days out in L.A. in October. Okay. Um, just because there was some... There's just a couple locations that were just going to be a giant pain in the balls. And also, they were in the beginning of the movie... And I hate the beginning of. I don't want to say hated. I didn't like. I don't want the beginning of the movie to suck. Right. Right. Because if it's on Netflix or something, you know what I mean. Like yeah. they keep track of that shit. If sure. somebody yeah. watches the first five minutes of your shit. Yeah. So I was like, all right, don't let the first two or three scenes get swept up into the production schedule and just become part of the meat. You know, meat grinder. Set them aside. And also, it just happened to be there were specific locations that we never go back to. It was a bar and then a TV news station. The guy, the main character, is a news reporter who gets sure. fired. So we had certain things that... And we don't have a, TV, a news station here anyway. So it made sense practically to shoot out there. And also, I just like to be, to be able to have a month break. Okay, now we're going to really plan this and shoot these right and make sure... They're not garbage like the rest of the movie is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Ian and I have actually been lucky enough to get to see a little uh, preview uh, trailer kind of thing. Yeah. Because we're super cool and on the level. Or as Kanye would say, because my life is dope and I do dope shit. <laughs> but uh, it looks really good. Yeah. Like it, like shot wise, like it, it looks, looks awesome. really, really uh, great, man. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy. Yeah. It's crisp, it's bright, it's colorful, yeah. it looks really good, clear. It's good. It's good. It looks yeah, really it was awesome. Well I got to just stand by the monitors. That's our. DP, Brandon Riley, who's done just a, I mean, if you look up his resume, where I stopped doing, I got to like twist a level. Oh, I, 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 went, and I, I went deep down in your like, rabbit hole yesterday. Oh, so. To catch myself back up again. But I, and it's I got to like the twist stuff. level, I was like, okay, I jumped off that ladder and grabbed the bottom rung of movies and held on. And I tried, you know, I, I've done like one or two music videos because Jamie makes me like give her money sometimes. Sure, to yeah. In the house. Yeah. But uh, that was like in the long edit of, we got kind of hung out and put on a shelf will kill me now sure. for a while and I just was like well I'll just keep editing it until it's perfect I, I would still be editing it and, sure you know, they didn't like put do, it out I, I love that uh, like the, uh, that Logan song shows up and kill me now um and yeah that, uh, and, and uh, I ain't even on yet shows up yeah just kill me basically now. people that I could get their physical signature sure and uh, it's funny there was one day well see from the outside it just seems like continuity of work yeah for but it's really like uh <laughs> He's like, oh, he's referencing his early work. This is very cool. See, that's why I should just keep yeah, my mouth shut. Yeah, see, stop, yeah. stop, stop a little bit. I was just talking about yeah. that the other day. Don't, don't slide it. There was a right. review somewhere of Kill Me Now where they're talking about all this shit. And I'm like, you have no idea how that movie was made and how. Like, this was this way because there's a bear in Kill Me Now that uh -huh. looks hilarious. I'm like, well, it can either be funny or it can look real. I'm going to aim for real. And then if it looks fake, it looks fake. And that's great. I get so much credit for that being looking fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, we did a screening in L.A. And all these people were like, the bear was hilarious. How did you do it? And nobody, and I had to, like, answer the question. Like, oh, well, we bought. And I was like, 
I just told him, like, well, it was just a guy in a bear suit. We weren't even really trying to make it look that stupid, but I was like, you know, I kind of gave this answer. I'm like, I should totally, like, own that and, like, yeah, act like I'm a genius. Absolutely. Or just, if I don't want to do that, just at least shut up. Right. If, if just, like, I don't talk about my techniques choice. to peons, you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. If someone wants to bestow, bestow some sort of genius yeah. thing on well, you, like, you're well, just like, well, yeah, let's do like it. when I'm playing yeah. golf with my dad, I'll, like, make a, or I'll putt, and I'll go, fuck, and it'll go in. You can't, you can't take credit for making a putt. Well, no, you scream that all the way to the hole. You go, fuck. I'm on today. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's no way you can say that was a good putt if yeah. you thought you did a bad with it. Uh, anyway. Just, yeah, I think I think there's a way, like, it only works really, it doesn't work as well for white people to say it, but it could, like, because, you know, you'd have to use the N-word, but you could you could just, you know, God damn, I'm killing these motherfuckers. Just, like, you know, like just yeah, change yeah. at the end of it. Bring, the bring it's where it's like, oh, you, yeah. you could feel it off of the butter. You have to talk like yeah. that. You have to yeah. talk like that at other times. You can't just pull that crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. style. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden you turn black on one putt. It's not just black, right rake now. one black. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Like, like, a member of the Wu-Tang. Which, by the way, uh, anyone, the new Wu-Tang album leaked this morning. Ooh, I didn't nice. download it yet, but uh, I do want to check it out. They performed on... It makes it sound like it needs day. repaired. Yeah. Like there's something it's, wrong it's with it. Le- it's we'll le- just get that thing into the shop. Yeah. 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 I, that up real quick. You need some new hoses. <laughs> what, do you, uh, you, what are you listening to these days? Growing up, we listened to basically like hip-hop, and that's it. We listened to a lot. We loved, we loved everything coming off the East Coast. Yeah. Some West Coast stuff, but mostly shit from New York. A lot of Bad Boy, a lot of Biggie. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> No? No, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I feel like there's probably a lot of music talk that happens here, but uh, it just depends on the episode. You know, yeah. last week we had you know we had a, just a drummer on here, so we talked yeah. mostly about music. Yeah. But man, yeah, I'm. We'll get you some stuff. Get, Are you get Spotify some kids guy? And get some kids and see what you listen to. Right. You know, what yeah. I mean? that's the problem is that if you even have earbuds in, it's almost like you're just asking for something to blow up right behind you. It's insane. <laughs> right. Or just like I, I'll just like try. Try to do the dishes. Be like, screw this. I'm gonna listen to a podcast. Put that in, and I hear Travis. And Jane, like, why does she have scissors? <laughs> man, I was in my own little world for six right. seconds, man. I wanted to hear I'm one just joke. Around. What uh, what podcast? If you have a chance, what podcast do you listen to? Uh, Nerdist. Sure. Nice. Kurt Brownlower. Okay. Nice. Did he have his own? Yeah. That's okay. I, I hear the K-hole. The K-hole. All right. The K-hole because. Old. Right, ah, I'll be checking that out. That's yeah. on there. I'll, have to, I'll have to add that. Oh, it's on. He's on Nerdist Network. Yeah. Okay. And I think they did one while they were shooting the movie because he had Adam Hirschman on there. Okay, right on. Um, his was good. Uh, Corolla. Corollas, yeah. Um, Rogan. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm. I'm making them the cold. Kevin Rogan. Oh, this is one of Rogan's shirts. Actually, oh, yeah. this is a Joey Diaz T-shirt. <laughs> this shirt actually was is a magical shirt. I was at a fish concert in St. Louis. My first. Yes, Ian, and I, Ian went to fish with you me. Yeah, blood stains all over that thing. Yes. What's that about? Uh, fish concerts aren't what you it's think. It's not that hardcore. It's a yeah. it's not bullet hole. It's not <laughs> that off a course. Uh, it's not the happy glow sticky time you would think. Uh, no, we're we're outside of the Ch- of Chaffetz Arena in St. Louis, waiting. This is in 2012 to see fish, and a dude pulls up, and I'm like, "That's Herb Dean from the UFC." Pretty sure it was Herb Dean, but I don't want to be the fucking asshole white dude that walks in and goes, Hey, are you Herb Dean? And he's like, No, asshole. I'm just a black dude with dreadlocks. You're a fucking racist. You know, I don't want to be someone just like, I'm pretty. And then we get into the show and Zumball is there. I like how he describes himself as just a black dude with yeah. dreadlocks. Yeah. In, in his mind, he's an extra in the background of your life. Yeah, right. Yeah, he doesn't even have a No, motherfucker. I'm just, name, a, yeah. I'm just background. No. So we get into the show and Zumball is there and he meets up. And she's like, Man, I, I found this girl that I've known. 
for years and years she's dating Herb Dean. He's First, I just want to say, of course, Zumbong's there. Yeah, of course. So he and so this girl that he knows is dating Herb Dean. So that that was already pretty weird that we had a. Uh, uh, UFC thing there, but I'm sitting there and we watch the first set. Second set gets done. I look over the side of the stage like, man, that's fucking Clay Guida. You know who Clay Guida is from the UFC? He's a UFC fighter. At a fucking fish concert, you know. And I went <laughs> walking over there and I was just like, well, I'm gonna bother him and see if I can get a picture, you know. And I go walking over. He's the dude with like the big long fucking hair, it's like a caveman in the UFC. I go walking over there. I was like, hey man, I was like, I'm a big fan of your career, you know. I was like, I just wanted to come by and say hi. And he just looks. He goes. Oh, Joey Diaz! He's like, I fucking know Joey! He's like, come on, come on, let's take a picture, let's take a picture. He's got his phone out. He's like, take a picture, take He's got his buddy taking a picture. He's like, send it to Joey. Send it to Joey. He's like, hold on, we're going to call him. He calls Joey Diaz. He's laughing about it. Ever since then, I've talked to Joey Diaz on, on Twitter once a week. Fucking, it's so awesome. And I, when I email Clay Guida, he's right. about his fights and stuff. Pretty crazy story. Anyway, um... We're getting close. If you and Joey Diaz get married, that'll be a cute story. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cocksucker. <laughs> this motherfucking Momo right here became my husband. So how do you guys meet? And you guys look at each other like, who wants to tell the story? <laughs> I look at him like that. He, he fucking... Oh, I love Joey Diaz. Anyway, um, well, thank you much for a lot for coming out and uh, doing this. Yeah, we really nice. appreciate... Uh, Giving us an hour of your time. Yeah, we should thank Travis Geckner for decorating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, This uh, this podcast, this episode was. We actually have sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Travis Geckner, because we're not in St. Louis. We're in my hometown right now, so we. uh, He's letting us use his house to record this. Yes, studio. And the podcast is also brought to you by Walgreens, who made their employees work today. And because of that, we were able to purchase a cord that we needed to record this podcast that we so, left at home. Thank you, Walgreens. Yeah, so for everybody who fucking cries on the internet all the time, but there's people that are working on the thing. I'm not going to Walmart. They're making their employees work. I bet you buy gas on the 4th of July, don't you? You don't have any problem going and getting ice from the gas station employee. You just Tell decide. them. Just, well, it's just people decide that this is, I'm going to I'm gonna flip and get really upset about this thing. You know, like, right. That's why I put on hey. Facebook the other day, hey, Bob Evans is open on Thanksgiving. I think we should all get real upset about it. Yeah, so well, it's like out. you want to be all righteous about the employees at Walmart. I'll be, you know, the one with the 42-inch TV for $120. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, tomorrow, Best Buy has a 50-inch Sony LED, $199. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That shit's like thirty thousand dollars six years ago. <laughs> this week at Walmart in Naperville, they had all the shootout shrink wraps. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they were doing that like PR. Like, oh, they yeah. just do not yeah. with little hastily made do not touch and yeah. shrink wrap. And all these like families, like mom, dad, kids, just walk around like looking at it, like they're at the zoo. Like, like Jesus magic. comes like, back. Yeah, like, oh my god! Like yeah, man, a, a Roku for twenty dollars. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine? They got that that new candlestick. It's only ten dollars. But it's like shrink wrap, so it's like kind of mysterious. Yeah. You don't really squint to see what's in there. It's like white trash Christmas. It's yeah. like a new, yeah. like pre-Christmas thing. Like we're gonna buy it now, then we're gonna have it at Christmas. Yeah. Uh, you know what? They, you know what's gonna be? They're gonna turn Black Friday or. Thursday, whatever. Instead of being the actual store, it's just going to be a pit, like a dirt pit with all the pallets down at the bottom. And it's just like Thunderdome. It's like the people are up on World War Z. Ah! It's like World War Z. You could like dive in and survive the fall and like scramble down, just, you know, just stab your way out with your Roku. Try to make an allegiance with someone if you want a big TV. Just like, help me grab one in. We can maybe get two together, man. And you have to start like certain. Gates, you come in like these guys got torches. The other guys have hatchets, you know. Right. Like, everyone, and then maybe you team up with a hatchet guy and you watch each other's back. You know? Sure, <laughs> Hunger Games style. Yeah. This is the Hunger Games. I like that. The Hunger Teams. This is that sounds like a really, really expensive uh, five minutes. 
sketch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of which, I'm going I'm to pitch you an idea here that you can use whenever you want because I, I love it and there's no way that I'm ever going to have a use for it. This idea is called Stephen Diesel. Stephen Diesel, the idea of this is that somewhere in the near future, the technology is acquired to where we can switch consciousness between bodies for whatever amount of time. Like you and I could switch bodies. No one, you can't just go, you have to switch. You can't just put two into one. One has, there has to be one in one. So to try to further the human race in some way, Vin Diesel stands up and, and offers his body for a year to Stephen Hawking. And he's like, Stephen Hawking could have this fucking body. Who knows? He, I mean, look how fucking kick-ass he is in this withered... Root and everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine what he can do body, as Vin yeah. Diesel. And the minute Stephen Hawking is in Vin Diesel's body, it's just... <laughs> he just totally <laughs> blows oh, it off say, the rails. I thought you were going to say wild masturbation. <laughs> he's just, it's just whores and cocaine. And he's like, fuck animal. science. He doesn't care about any of that anymore. And then just, Stephen just Diesel! Or no, first thing he does is he... he, he just pulls out like a folding chair and just beats the Stephen Hawking Vin Diesel to that. I'm not going back, motherfuckers. I'm never doing science again. <laughs> well, we thought it'd be funnier if instead, like, he just he destroys Vin Diesel's body in like six to eight months. He, he's supposed to have it for a year and he just, just goes dead. off the rails. And, and then he wants his whole cripple body back. He can't get it he threw it in a dumpster. Vin, and Diesel's spending all this time trapped in Hawking's body planning how to get his back. Yeah. Oh, just this is angry good stuff. inside yeah. the body prison. Oh, and I know that both of them would sign off. Oh, they'd be so for this. Can you imagine Vin Diesel? Oh, you want like this to be like a docudrama, like with the real people? Oh, well, or, I think they should play themselves. Themselves. Yeah. yeah, I think we should shoot like a mockumentary. Right. Like, yeah. Try to follow them. Let's over get. I think we should get Josh Trank to do it. Yeah. Like Chronicle. <laughs> yeah. We should shoot yeah. it like Chronicle. <laughs> make it towards all cell phone cameras. Also, nowadays we can start uh, rumors and make things happen just by starting rumors on the internet. So, uh, would you like to address the rumor going around right now that you're directing the Flash movie? I don't want to address that. No. Okay. Okay. Understandable. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah. Go with that. We're gonna go with. I mean, we can't really because of it legal reasons. Closures. We can't yeah, ask we anymore. Can't really yeah. Do that. yeah. So we all know. So you can really turn that into a misleading headline. Big time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It'll be <laughs> in the I'm description. Sure if, if Huffington Post listens, definitely. Uh, if, <laughs> if. If. I mean. Come if. On. <laughs> it's a lot better saying that I don't want to comment on it better than me saying what the fuck yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the flash they're really fast yeah, I know. <laughs> uh you know uh, or or i can't i can't really Speaking talk about that yeah, you have to turn that down that i know that drives me nuts there, there's something that makes me really happy but also really disturbed is that i'm looking at people who are directing giant movies now and their resumes are getting shorter and shorter have you noticed this? Yeah, and making good movies. I'm yeah. not saying it's well, a bad like, thing. Well, like Josh Trank, he he did Chronicle. Right. He, they immediately gave him the Fantastic Four film. Yeah. And now he's been given the Boba Fett spinoff. Oh, right. James Gunn. I didn't realize this. James Gunn. Uh, yeah. The guys doing Jurassic World did Safety Not Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. And then the Trevor. And I'm like, yeah. so one of the guys in my movie, Karen Sony, mm -hmm. is, um, he was in Safety Not Guaranteed. Okay. So he posted the trailer on Facebook like, Safety oh, Not Guaranteed, that's with uh, Jake Johnson and yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, Duplass produced it and then this other guy kind of wrote and directed it. I think he co-wrote it maybe and directed it and um, then anyway, he posted this thing, oh, I'm so proud of so-and-so and the Safety Not Guaranteed team that is doing this and it's the Jurassic World trailer. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I'm going to go see the five things he did in between Safety Not Guaranteed and now that right. ramped up to this. Yeah. Nothing. I'm like, really? How do you do that? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> How do you go from an independent comedy to uh, Evil, the biggest cast I seriously froze yeah. in place and looked at my computer like, it was bullshitting me. You just stared at it. No, no typing. <laughs> just like, kidding Gareth, me? Gareth Edwards. 
Gareth Edwards made that movie Monsters. Yeah. They immediately gave him Godzilla. And now he is doing one of the Star Wars yeah. I think what yeah. it is is that once you do, like, even a movie like, let's say, Superbad or something, now you can't just be hired as a director because now you're developing projects and you you immediately get someone throws a you know, producer title on you. And now you're producing right. stuff for the studios. You're going to direct yourself. You can't just be hired out as a director. Yeah. They want cheap people. And I think those things are so overproduced in a good way, like, that you can't fuck it up too bad. Like, if they hired me to direct Jurassic Planet or Jurassic <laughs> Galaxy. Oh, oh, oh That's shit. where it's all going to come together <laughs> with Chris Pratt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's tying a Guardians. Fuck me so in the they mouth. They basically hire me to do that and be like, well, we have so much money. We could shoot, let this guy shoot a whole month and fire his ass. And right. Just go take another cocaine bath or, you know, whatever they do in Hollywood. I don't know. Uh, but you're <laughs> just like, we. Uh, but I think that's what they can do is just because if you have that kind of budget, you can just produce it to exactly what you need it to be. And the right. director is almost like a janitor position. Yeah. Sure. That I really, really want. Well, I mean, but, right, yeah, absolutely. Right. But, uh, well, we don't but know for sure, but burns, like, uh, I mean, this milk? Edgar Wright thing kind of might be peeking at that, that he comes in. I mean, he's, he's bigger than maybe, you know, he's bigger than a lot of people movies, have, yeah. But still, he, he doesn't quote do what you know to the marvel standards and yeah. he's fucking kicked off but yeah. they're still using his script and his people you know right so that's what i think that's my plan anyways yeah i hope that that's <laughs> the way it works because I, you you watch these guys once they direct the big movie they're they're doing they just can't get hired as easily or as cheaply i, I think it's like well we can get a guy and pay him half a million dollars and he'll be glad to have it and work his dick off we right. know we can hire the dp we know what it's going to look like we're going to hire all the actors and we you know if we have to we'll get in there micromanage him to get it across the finish line right and then he can fuck off sure or you know i mean i think there's less risk whereas if you say we're going to take a movie like b-roll and um you know just stick anybody in there there's way more control that i had over that and way more ways i could have fucked it up you know? right there's nobody above me you know to you know save the day so um anyway that's my plan, is how to direct my Jurassic Galaxy movie that I'm cu- currently penning with uh, my wax. <laughs> and, uh, and Jeff Goldblum. Right. Jeff Goldblum needs to be brought back into the Jurassic Yeah, I agree. Fold. Also, in, in everything, we need more Oh, he's Jeff so Goldblum. good on Portlandia. Yeah. He's so good on The League. Oh, yeah. As Rexon's oh, yeah, dad. Yeah. dad. Yeah. Oh, he's, all, he's turned into, like, a parody of himself. Yeah. yeah he's he really doing has. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. 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 Did you ever see uh, Run, Ronnie, Run? Yes. Oh, God. When he shows up and I want my money back. That part is one of the yeah, funniest fucking parts ever. So Have you seen the website where it's just him going? <laughs> it's literally. It's it's you know the part. Not yet, but I'm good. You know the part in Jurassic Park where the first Jurassic Park, he said something like "huh." He says it for half the movie. Yeah. He's like no, like, like it was a part when they very beginning when he was just being coy or trying to be weird sexy okay. and doing something and la- remember he's doing something with the girl with the drop of water okay yeah I'll t- <laughs> and anyway um he said he's like well someone took it it's just his head moving going <laughs> just google it it'll it'll you watch it for like 10 minutes and it'll just keep achieving different levels of humor it'll just right. keep morphing into different funny things as you stare awesome. at it. That's how I feel about the accidental thug life section I've read. <laughs> yeah. I love that fucking shit where it's just, where, you know, they do it on at midnight right, on time yeah. to show the accidental thug life. <laughs> it's great stuff. Well, um, 
we probably need to get going. It is Thanksgiving. We yeah. got some family stuff to do. I think Travis is uh, But thanks a lot for coming, man. We really yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Really um, everybody, go out there, check out Kill Me Now, killmenowmovie.com. Or you can go spend extra money if you have to at iTunes. I, I'm a nerd, so I did it that way because I wanted it with my Apple TV stuff or right. my other purchase movies. It's sitting there. I'm going to send you a picture. It's sitting there nice with like four and all these great films. And yours and, and Cop Out. Another yeah. <laughs> nice. something with a great, the great uh, Bruce Willis, Tracy Morgan uh, film, Cop Out. I'm the only person in America that liked Cop Out. I love it. I love the movie Cop Out. I think, it's, I think the fucking dialogue is beautiful. All right. Anyway, that's it. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks and for listening. definitely before next uh, the next podcast, try to give a listen to uh, the, the new, new basement, basement tapes and give a listen to the, the new Wu-Tang album. We'll probably talk about that. I'm sure, I think there's a stream of it online right now. So uh, you can. there's all different places you can find it. I think it's on... It's either on Rolling Stone or NPR right now. You have to do a little digging, but there's a free stream of it. It's called A New Tomorrow, or A Better Tomorrow. Um, so check those two albums out. We'll talk about them in a week. Um, it'll probably be just the two of us. I don't think we'll have a guest on the next one, so it'll just be a host episode. So we will see you guys in a week. Thanks a lot. Thanks.